Hi, I'm Pip. Hey, I'm Ben. And welcome to the Scale Up Diaries, a digital beans podcast where we document our journey towards scaling our company. And what's on the podcast today? Proposals. Yeah, and how awful they used to be when you used to make them. Well, yeah, and also where we're going with them and how we're going to make them better. We sat around the table at the end of a pretty busy week this week, actually, because we've been looking at internal policies and we've been looking at how we can structure and mould our proposal process. Now, um, I've spoken about this before. I've done a little podcast with Bruce from Oasis and we spoke about how we've changed and we've added a proposal presentation presentation process um, into our initial conversations with businesses. Um, but we are still not 100% happy, are we, with where our proposals are at? I think it is an evolving process, isn't it? I mean, a proposal is never perfect. You could always do better, whether that's better design, better layout, more concise, um, more informative. And, you know, it's always striking that right balance. And I think that right balance is always going to be different for every individual. Some people want a lot more detail and expect a lot more detail. Irrelevant of the value of that proposal, it's just that person's personal preference is what they'd like to see. Whereas other people just need to be reassured that you can do the job and that would have been enough to push that project over the line. So ultimately there isn't a, you know, you can't kind of cookie cut this. So, it, you know, it doesn't matter what your proposal is, it's never going to please everyone. So therefore, it's an evolving document, isn't it? And and I think I'm sick of looking at Google Sheets after the week that we've had this week. So we literally started on Monday, sat down and went, right, we need to we need to have a proper look into this. We've done our research Monday, Tuesday, had a look at where we can go with our proposal process. Uh, we then started putting some designs together, had a look at, at, at unique templates. We had a look at what we do with design, how we can embrace other brands and our own brand within this, this proposal process, so to speak, of, of coming up with a new proposal design and layout. And, uh, and now as we sit, here it feels like we've gone 101 different ways to do a pro like a proposal but until we can actually get them out there and test them we're never going to have a finished product are we no of course and and you know the the process we've gone through just well not just this week but you know the, the last 13 14 months what is whatever it's been since you've joined is is we've sort of really condensed that into what would have been a much longer process for me um, before you joining. I never, our proposals before were shit because I never had to worry about them looking that good because all our work, 100% of our work, new work was referral. So they weren't going to be talking to another agency. They weren't asking for other proposals and the closure rate was like near enough 100%. So it was a... It, it created a level of arrogancy to be like, well, I don't need to put any more effort into the proposal process because it's it's a done deal. This is just a formality to say this is what we're going to deliver for you for this price. Um, they were going to, you know, as long as they could afford it, they were always going to go for it. So, and I think on that note, you know, a lot of businesses rely on referrals for a significant percentage of the new business. And I used to be so proud of that. I used to think it's kind of like, you know, a badge of honor. But you can't grow a business relying on referrals because you can have an, an amazing month and then have nothing for three months. You know, it's not predictable. You can't, there's nothing you can do really to, to kind of scale that out. Um, whereas instead it should be like what it is now. It's a cherry on top. When we get a referral, that's great. That's amazing. But you can't grow a business like that. Not certainly if you're actually looking to expand. Well, and also in the 12 months that I've been here, we've gone from using Google Docs and Canva to using Proposify. And now potentially we're going back to 
Google Slides potentially to have a look at, at our proposals. So if I flip back even further, let's say let's go back five years. A new client comes in, they've told you what they want, you've had the discovery session. I'll take it that was a process back then. Please tell me that was a process. You still had discovery sessions. Did you have discovery sessions? Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely wasn't called that. <laughs> it was, it was it pretty, this is how a conversation went. Phone rang and it was like, hi, can I speak to Pip? Yeah, speaking. So-and-so gave me your number. Um, I'd like the t- I'd like you to do for us what you've done for them. Cool, okay, what's your budget? X, all right, I'll send you a proposal tomorrow. Send them a proposal. Cool, okay, when can we get started? All right, bye. No, it was, it was that, that easy. That was that. It was, yeah, you know, invoice, done. I mean, in some ways, it shows how great your reputation is and the brand's reputation is for getting results that it's done that quickly, but it's not a process, is it? No, exactly. It's not yeah. a process at all. So let's let's go back, Clay. Let's go back then to that client. So what would you do then? You've had that little call. Where would you, where would you make a proposal? Where does the proposal come from? I think it. I think it was just a Google Doc. Just with a logo, white page, logo, bullet much, points. Yeah. As long as the logo was like a line top left, it's good to go. So it's literally like a headed sheet, a full sheet with some bullet points of here's what I do for you. Here's your costing. Yours sincerely. There was there was no case study. There was no indication of results. There was, n- there, was n- there was nothing. It was like, hey, this is what you asked. This is what you said on the phone. Obviously, if they asked for something and I thought it was a wrong fit, so you know, obviously there would be that. But typically, the referrals were kind of already pre-qualified. They already knew what our prices were. They already knew kind of because you know whoever referred them had a, would have done that kind of pre-qualifying for us. So of course, there was times when people would ask for SEO and. If, you know, PPC would be a better fit or they hadn't considered remarketing or whatever. So there was kind of some adjustment to their proposal and what, you know, the, the scope of services would be to make it a better fit for them. But they, yeah, that, that was that was it. I mean, I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit, but can you, if that's like your natural, so to speak, process back then, that was your natural process, that's what you do. Can you remember any times that you might have actually broken that mold? Maybe a bit of a bigger company came in that you wanted to impress a little bit more. So you added another image to the top of the, uh, to the top of the sheet. Like, can you remember any examples of where maybe you So there's, there's two, there's two extremes. So the first time within months of being in business that I got a chance to pitch to a bigger company than what I was working with was a, a logistics company locally. So, you know, way bigger than a one-man band. That was my typical client back then. And they asked for a proposal. I met them at um, an, an, a networking event at a, um, a local um, conference and asked for a proposal. This was me straight out of uni. Didn't have a job, obviously. I didn't know what a proposal was. So I just thought, well, he means an email with a price on it. So I sent him an email. <laughs> five probably five bullet points i could probably find the email and dig it out a, a number of bullet points and a price at the end followed up a week later or whatever i was like oh like you know what's going on told me we didn't get it i was like okay why didn't why didn't i get it and he was like well you never sent a proper proposal and i was like god I was like, he's being a bit picky isn't he? like i told him <laughs> i told him how much is going to be on an email so so that was the that was a one extreme and then i was like well maybe these proposal things are a bit more serious than i thought so that's where the google docs came out with our logo top left the big boys yeah and then the next time was, um, it was, yeah, it was quite, it was a pretty big company. And yeah, it was a pitch to their marketing guy and, and the managing director. It didn't help by the fact that this particular individual of the manager director was a horrible individual. And he pretty much swore at me all the way through the proposal and the presentation. 
and pretty much near well he pretty much told me to fuck off because he thought he thought our price was three times the price because he thought that was the price for everything we were doing per item instead of the total price so he thought it was that price times everything i'd said we were going to do so because he yeah so he pretty much told me to fuck off but he went with us but that was like you know in a boardroom with the head of marketing with the md and we worked with them for a few years. Now, here's what I don't get. Your lovely wife, Amy, is a bit of a brand specialist. She loves all things branding. She loves all things design. Did she never look at these old, horrible proposals that no. you was making? I think and she go just entrusted that. I wouldn't be sending that. <laughs> um, she wasn't as involved in the business then. Obviously, she had her own business going on. And it was the start of Simply Hair. And so she was busy as well. But we were getting clients. So I don't think she even questioned necessarily what I was sending out because it worked. So hey, we're getting more clients now and she's questioning what I'm sending out. I know. I'm going to have to have a word here. That's it. It doesn't feel like That's equal it. treatment there. <laughs> um, what I love, though, about all this is is that the process um, has changed so significantly in, in the last 18 months, right? So um, even when I first come in, uh, you was using Canva more. So I, I expect that was around the time that Amy was probably getting more involved with, with the Digital Beans branding. I think Digital Beans has had a bit of a rebrand then anyway. You'd got rid of the jelly-looking beans and you was just now flat text Digital Beans. Um so when that rebranding came about and you wanted to start making more of an effort with your proposals, was there something that triggered that? Was it a loss of a client? Was it you thinking this has just got to be a little bit more serious now? What what triggered that change to get a bit more design front with your proposals? I think it's just maturing myself and the business and just being like, you know, that's the next level up. That's what we need to do. Um, and ultimately, you know, you come across other companies' proposals in in a normal kind of course of working with a client sometimes and I just had seen a few and I was like, oh, shit, like ours isn't this good. Um, but yet, you know, the work we were delivering was just as good, if not better. So to me, it, seem, it seemed like a lot of fluff, which it is. But ultimately, when you're looking to get into a new relationship, that's what you do, right? What's the term? Is it peacocking, I think, when you're trying to show off and stuff? Yeah. So, you know, ultimately... That's that's what it is, and that's what you have to do. Do you think you Digital Beans reached a point where it was consistently pitching against other agencies, and that's what made you go right? We have to find a way to stand out now. A few bullet points in an email, a few bullet points on a head, Digital Beans head of Google Doc just isn't going to cut it. No, because even even at that point, until you joined, really, we weren't ev rarely were we being pitched up against another agency. It's so now. Even, until now, yeah, like until until you joined, so previous to that. <laughs> we we were never you know we we were never being pitched up against another agency so even though it, it did get more designy it was only for us to show off you know just not show off but to just have something slightly prettier by no means was it intended to go up against another agency visually so that's only started now compared to where Let's have a look at an importance factor for you in terms of uh, the business and the things that we've got going on at the moment in terms of what we're looking to improve. So we're looking to improve a load of things and proposals is in there. Have you learned to potentially take a proposal process more seriously over the recent months or is it still something now that you're working on and figuring out in your own mind as to, well, actually, wait a second, compared to a face-to-face -face discussion, compared to actually talking to a client, how important is this document? 
I think that's probably a better question for you to answer than me, right? Well, how seriously think I'm taking it? I ask myself that question every day and I still don't have an answer for it. So I suppose as a business owner, for you, it's also like, well, you're seeing me working on those and you're seeing Josh from the account management team pitching in, you're seeing Roxanne, you're seeing Ben, who's working on the web stuff, pitching in with their own unique parts to these proposals and they're spending their time within your working hours doing that. I think the difference is 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 with a proposal and when you kind of going into a some sort of mass situation, I there's a client and a potential project there. They don't have a preferred agency, they've got no relationship, they haven't been recommending necessarily to someone. And they're out there looking for proposals. Everyone's gonna have to put the best foot forward. And rarely, especially now post COVID, do you will we get a chance to actually have a face to face meeting and build up a rapport? Because I feel that even under those circumstances, one of my strengths is to be able to relate to that business and be able to suggest and um, put together a strategy that really fits that business. And as a business owner, as a multiple business owner, I can relate to most business owners and I get digital. Like, you know, I'm a geek at heart that's kind of fallen into business. So I I can talk both sides. So the moment you have to remove yourself from the equation and you have to sending a document in your place, it's never gonna. It's gonna be as good as a real thing, you know. And I'm not saying I'm the best out there. I'm far from the best. There's, but you know, if you look at that for all agencies, you, you, that is, you're gonna have to somehow set, put your best foot forward, and try and get as much of that rapport that you would have built somehow conveyed across. And you know, we're all kind of falling into the same trap, I guess. Of how do you do that? You know, case studies, a bit of background information about us, and whatever else goes into the proposal. So. I don't think, certainly I don't think we've nailed it. I haven't seen another agency sort of nail the proposal process. Like I said, I think it's an evolving process and um, any way you can make that more unique, not just in an agency world, but in any business, the better. You know, you you need to stand out. Ultimately, if, if I had a face-to-face meeting with someone, I think I stand a good chance of standing out and being memorable to that person which should help us get the work. But if we're sending a PDF instead, you're gonna have to try and get that PDF and that process to be memorable, which is a lot harder than getting your face in front of them. And to reflect you in your business. And that's the hardest thing to do, putting personality into a document. It's so, so difficult. And I think think for us and the learning curve for me, especially over the past 12 months um, since starting this role and potentially bringing in bigger businesses to work with Digital Beans, is it's not just going to a marketing manager and proposing an idea and proposing something that's within their remit that they're going to love. It's putting something together that that marketing manager can present to a board of people and still get it. And I think that's what happens when you start climbing up the food chain and working with bigger businesses, you've got to impress more people with a document because that's what's gonna make you stand out against others. And that's when you're pitching against other agencies, when they all get in a room and go, right, today we're discussing how we're gonna spend our X amount of marketing budget for the next 12 months. Here's a proposal from X, here's a proposal from Digital Beans, here's a proposal from X and X and X and X. So how does our proposal stand stand out in that room around that table of people with so many different ages, um, so obviously different genders, different backgrounds, different experiences. So that's obviously when a proposal becomes critical, right? A great proposal becomes critical because that's when we win the work. Yeah, of course. And, the, you know, 
ultimately we're not looking at pitching i'm not interested in in working with you know ginormous brands like coca-cola and, and whatnot so we are still talking about small and medium businesses but you're right obviously you know every every minor jump that you make within that you know you could be going from talking from to just the business owner to then the business owner and the marketing manager to then maybe the marketing manager or the marketing assistant and then ultimately it's going to be the md <clears throat> that gets sign off but maybe you've never spoken to the md and the md might be like you said different sex different gender no nope, that's the same thing so <laughs> different, different different gender different age different interests and obviously different experience to the marketing assistant or to the marketing manager that you've been speaking to and sent the proposal to but now this person is signing off on it so it's quite you know, it's, it's, it's a tough process and everything. you know it's um you know how do you get it right I think that's the journey we're on right now and um how are we gonna get it right no pressure no pressure at all after everything we've just spoken about i think um i think let's start with where we're starting off we're wiping the slate clean slightly so i think we're going to come away from i spoke earlier on about proposal we're going to come away from proposal i think um and we're going to potentially look at ways you know we we use google anyway for our mailing for our calendars we use google meet a lot so now's the time to start looking at how we can use google sheets to the best of its ability as a program right so we're having a look at google sheets you know we've got some fantastic people in the simply team including your wife amy who can help us out with branding and ideas around how we can embrace other brands within the proposal but for yourself compared to where we are now and where you want us to be in even two weeks time with our proposals what do we need to improve on massively, do you think, in, in your head? And um, and where do you want us to be in two weeks when potentially we sit down and discuss where we're at with proposals right now then? I think the ultimate goal and the goal for the next two weeks would be to A, get us onto the template, the layouts, the you know the, the, te- the content we're going to be sending out to, to, to actually have that ready for to be using the new the new system as such um but also i still feel that when we're putting proposals together internally at least in my head it feels like i'm a headless chicken that we're just kind of going through that and thinking shit right let's get all the bits of the puzzle together and you know trying to pull it all together and get that proposal ready that's how it feels for me you know maybe two weeks a bit too short but the progress I want to go on is that when a proposal comes in, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a system. It's all systematized. And it's like, cool, that's your job. You need to deliver that by this time. But that goes on to the next person. You need to deliver that by that time. And then it all gets put together and off it goes to the client. And it's just like a nice, nicely well-old machine. And win or lose that work because of the proposal, how important is the feedback of it? Well, yeah, 100%, isn't it? I mean, that's... Unfortunately, in my experience, most clients don't give really much feedback, whether they don't have the time, obviously we all, we all are pushed on time, or whether they don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Um, whatever it is, feedback isn't, doesn't always come back. But, you know, we know we got some feedback, some of the best feedback we got was from a client that we did get last year. And despite the fact that they went with us, they were like, without even us asking, because we got the work, so why would we ask how were we because clearly you thought we were the best because you went with us what what do we get like two paragraphs of essentially like you know um good criticism but to be like look having gone through this process with you and other agencies here's a bunch of stuff you guys could improve and that we didn't even ask for that and it was the first time i ever got anything like that in like you know nine years so you, you know you don't know where 
you're going to get that feedback from but feedback is massively important isn't it you know it's like when you're looking for a job and then you you get rejected it's the worst thing to then you know especially if you've gone to assessment centers and interviews and then you just get that email i got tons of them you know at uni oh you you just rejected oh you know um you know best of luck next time or whatever so you want the feedback feedback's important thanks for listening and remember if it's your first time here please subscribe to our podcast on your platform of choice and also if you're enjoying this podcast please leave us a five-star review yeah we don't like four-star reviews and if you're on youtube where you can see us talking in person make sure you hit like and hit the sub button as well till next time Bye-bye. bye bye